Hey, Health by Designers. If you're looking to start living stronger, longer, and better today, and why wouldn't you be, then make sure to check out my all-new on-demand Live Stronger, Longer, Better Today Masterclass. Packed with the same must-know topics and information I guide all my coaching clients with to reach their personal health, fitness, and even life goals. It's 100% free, doesn't require any software, no logins to remember, and doesn't force you to choose a time or anything like that. Just watch it when you want, how you want. To get it, simply visit my website at www.royalexander.com VIP, and I hope you enjoy the masterclass. And now, let's get on to this week's episode of Health by Design. to live stronger, longer, and better, then welcome to Health by Design, hosted by leading healthy living expert and wellness architect, Roar Alexander. After years of traveling and studying around the world, Roar combines his decades of Western health and fitness knowledge with the many time-driven traditions and secrets of the ancient East to bring you only the best in cutting-edge information and special guest interviews that will have you feeling great, losing weight, and finally grabbing a hold of everything you want out of life. So if you're ready to take control of your body, health, and mind, then it's time for Health by Design. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this uh, episode of Health by Design. So we're going well into the new year so far, aren't I? I think this will be my uh, fifth episode. That's, of course, if you're including the Stronger, Longer, Better blogs. By the way, if you don't know... Um, the Stronger, Longer, Better blogs are also on this podcast. You hear them occasionally. They are excerpts from my YouTube videos. So they're kind of meant as little filler uh, little filler episodes between the regular episodes. Um, and if you don't know, I do have a YouTube channel. So you can actually see the video there. So what I do from those is I just take out the audio. So if you're ever wondering what those little ones that pop up that are anywhere between maybe 6 and about 12 minutes, that is the Stronger, Longer, Better blog. So this, however, is an official episode. And this... Is uh, the twelfth of January, which is uh, coincidentally the day that uh, most people have failed once, or at least messed up once on their New Year's resolution, and that's why that that's kind of what this episode is about. This episode is the top eight tips for people new to the gym or new to working out. Doesn't mean you literally have to be going to the gym, but let's just uh, let's just talk stats for a minute. Um, now. After you listen to this episode, I do want you to go back to episode 54, which is your last effing weight loss resolution. Because if you're listening to this one and you have a weight loss resolution, it means you didn't listen to that one that came out last year. That's why I didn't really do a weight loss resolution kind of episode. I don't want to do one of those every year and talk about the same thing. So I'm always just going to go back and reference episode 54. But the fact is most people's uh, resolution is to lose weight, get in shape. It's the top resolution every effing year, hence why it's called the last effing weight loss resolution. Uh, and in 2021, the two top ones were get fit and number two is eat better. And health was taking the top spot at 45% of people surveyed said that they wanted to put health on uh, losing weight, getting in shape, whatever at the top of their list. And the rest was spread out between career, family, self-improvement, money, love. So health definitely takes a huge chunk. Now, let's talk for a minute about statistics. So 
80% of people stop or permanently fail their resolution within four months, 60% within two months, and a heck of a lot of people even in just one month. So even this, even though in 2021, 71% of people surveyed said that they will hit their goal. The fact is the stats are against you. And like I said, today I'm recording this January the 12th is the day that officially most people have messed up on their resolution or failed whatever they wanted to do at least once. So do you want that to be you? Probably not. So why do I bring all this up? Well, because the gym is the definitive default when it comes to getting in shape, isn't it? When it comes to losing fat, gym, gain muscle, gym, get toned, gym, get healthy, gym. It's always about the gym. Now, maybe this year it's about building a home gym. Could be probably a big chance, but the fact is um, you're probably going to start or restart your potential workout lifestyle this year uh, through the gym. Now, if you are going to do that, I'd like to let you know that uh, until February the 28th or February the 29th, they're both going to leap here this year. So the last day of February, which uh, statistically it's probably the 28th, um, you can purchase, and if you're interested in getting some coaching, I actually have my last resolution program. Uh, it's a six-week online coaching program. Not, it's not all videos. Uh, there are some videos you get, but it is online coaching calls with me. I have that on for only, I believe it's 499 Canadian dollars. So that is just a very good deal. doesn't come up very often. Of course, you can check out my website. I also have my Men's Muscle and Mind program, my Women's Turn Back Time. Um, but those cost significantly more. Uh, they're longer programs, mind you. But this is the one that I do. Um, this will be my second year doing it so far, uh, this particular program, and at the price point of only $4.99 Canadian. So you Americans, you British listening, that's like 20 bucks. I mean, you know, it's like 18 pounds. <laughs> so, uh, so the Canadian peso is really not worth that much, is it? So, so definitely check that out if you're interested in that. But this episode is uh, in reflection of the fact that I know that everybody's default is going to be joining the gym. So like I said, this episode, and I'm going to get straight to it, is my top eight tips for people new to the gym and or new to working out. And I tell you, these, I put a lot of thought in these, so I want you to listen closely and I want you to, you know, really listen to what I have to say this year because it's going to help you get there. So number one is hire a coach or a trainer. Okay, so this gets back to, again, my point, but fact is most of you listening to this have no little, or even if you think you know, most of you do not know what you're doing, okay? How do people get by in the gym for the most part? You know, I watch them. They copy others. They follow other people's program. They watch one person from the other side of the room, and then they just kind of copy and steal their exercises, Unfortunately, the person doing those exercises, he's probably or she's probably doing them wrong. Uh, maybe you're guessing, you're doing, you know, you do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You're just, you're just putting things together. You have really no idea. And that's why there are people out there like myself or like the, any club trainer, any, anywhere. There's so many of them. People out there to help you learn how to work out. So hire a coach or a trainer this year. Now, it doesn't need to be. And see, for instance, I don't even let people hire. I'm not one of these Monday, Wednesday, Friday coaches, okay? I'm not going to see you and I'm not going to count your reps in the gym. I'm not going to babysit you. 
you don't have to do that, right? You, you need accountability for sure. And that's what a trainer or coach will help you do. But, you know, I personally don't, I'm not one of those ones that, you know, you don't buy 50, 60 sessions. You don't buy three sessions a week going on forever. That's just not the way that I work. But you can at least hire somebody to show you how to do the basic stuff. Maybe spend a month with them. Maybe buy, I don't know, a handful of sessions. Whatever it is you need to do, you can always go back to them later and they can upgrade. But this year, I want you to drop some cash and I want you to hire somebody. Now, listen, I don't try to do my taxes. I don't try to fix my car. I don't even hang my own TVs. Right? I had a guy come in. I was looking at doing it, and I started drilling holes. And I was like, man, this, this, I don't know what kind of what is even behind this wall right here. So brought in a guy, paid him 125 bucks. He hung both of my SPs up for me, got it done in 30 minutes. It was great. I outsourced. So this year, I want you to outsource your fitness, your health, whatever it is. Well, I guess we're talking about the gym. So I want you to outsource your fitness to a proper professional. So that's number one. Number two is this year I want you to do a well-rounded program, okay? You need to do, so guys if you're and ladies, you need to do strength, cardio, core, mobility, and flexibility. You need to do it all. Okay? Way too many of you guys just like to go and you just want to hit the gym and your cardio, your core, your mobility, and your flexibility suffers. Ladies, you kind of have the flip side. You usually have lots of flexibility for the most part, although I, I don't know, it can be a little where I've seen it. I don't know about that. Um, definitely cardio. I'll give you cardio. Um, on the whole, maybe more flexibility, but you need to work on more strength. So this year, it's about getting that really well-rounded program. And how do we do that, of course? Well, you hire that coach in the beginning, but I want you to make sure that you're focusing on really getting a proper program in there and not spending too much time doing one thing, but spending the appropriate amount of times doing it all. And then the next episode, I will be uh, coming out with an episode where I'm going to be talking more about making you know, how to design a workout program for you. So I'm going to get much more in-depth into how to design an efficient and effective workout program. So make sure you watch for that. Uh, number three is try a bunch of fitness styles and see what you like. If there is no going to the gym and just doing what has to be done, you can go and you can try and find out what it is. Just gonna move my microphone here. What it is that you like doing. Maybe you like kickboxing, you know? I personally, over the years, I've done a hard 180 on yoga. I hated it. I used to literally make fun of yoga. Thought it was the stupidest thing ever. I went from that to literally visiting India. Went to Bangalore and Mysore and then Rishikesh. So two different trips. India two times to practice and learn all I can about yoga. So I want you to try it. Try try running. If running's not your thing, then try a diff, try different machine. Try an assault bike. Try spinning. Try yoga. Try different styles of yoga. But get out there and try things and see what you like. Kickboxing, I'm, honestly, most of my clients at some point, they've never really tried kickboxing. Get them doing kickboxing. They end up really liking it. So... I'll tell you this, if you haven't tried kickboxing, go give that a shot. Also, you know, try different styles of weight training, which leads me actually to number four, which is prioritize weight training. So getting back to number two, like I said, I want you to have a well-balanced, well-rounded program, but I do want you to prioritize weight training because at the end of the day, it's probably the most important aspect. One of the things that we can control is our metabolism through 
weight training and adding lean muscle. That's the one way, that's the one physical thing that we can do to actually improve our metabolism, help set ourselves up for uh, a stronger metabolism, burning more calories, but also being stronger, safer, and living longer, living better. Muscle is literally the organ of longevity, okay? So then there's this one doctor, I forget what her name is right now, but she talks about she has muscle-centric medicine. So having enough muscle, one of the biggest problems we have right now with this, you know, with one of these, uh, this, this virus that we will not name is, you know, one of the things that the high amounts of comorbidity for people that are getting hospitalized or dying from it. And a lot of that is being A, overweight, but B, also being under-muscled. So under-muscled is a big problem that we have in this world because so many people don't have enough muscle to help keep them healthier. So if you go to the hospital, for instance, and you're in there for a couple weeks or a month, you want to have that extra muscle tissue on you. It is going to help you recover faster and it's going to help improve your chances. So Try different kinds of weight training. Right? You got powerlifting, you got bodybuilding, there's bands, there's barbells, there's dumbbells, suspension trainers, there's basic gymnastics, there's just body weight. Uh, that I mentioned kettlebells? I don't think I mentioned them. There's different sets and rep structures you can try. Try it all out and see what you like. If you don't like barbells, that's fine. There's something else you can do. If you don't like just, you know, maybe the the three main lists in powerlifting aren't that much fun. Try bodybuilding or maybe bodybuilding just has too many and you, you'd rather just be like, hey, I just want to deadlift, bench press, and squat. Well, that's great too. And then over time, you can start throwing in other little aspects. But I really do want you to prioritize weight training for this year. Now, number five, and this is a little controversial, but I will stand by it till the day I die, um, is focus on solo workouts, not group fitness. Now I'm going to tell you this. I am not a group fitness person. I fucking hate group fitness. I don't care for it at all. And, I, and you're now it's funny because you know, you people say, but you've taught group fitness all over the place. Yeah, and it's true. I've coached CrossFit around the world. I've coached CrossFit in Toronto, Vancouver, Indonesia, Thailand, the Philippines, um, subs for classes here and there all over the place. I've taught uh, cardio kickbox, you know, fitness kickboxing classes. I've caught lots of technical, um, taught lots of group fitness over time, hit classes, you name it. But you cannot rely on others and outside motivation. Okay. You have to, do you group fit? Do you group brush your teeth? No, you know, you just do it. It's got to become a habit. It has to be something that comes from in you and you rely on it. Now, that's not to say that every now and then you can't have some fitness fun, you know, can't maybe you want to do some Zumba, join it, but you cannot rely on it because especially nowadays, we have, it's getting shut down all the time. I believe in Canada right now, I think CrossFits are still down. I think Orange Theories, all those F4, all those group fitness things are still down. So just tons of people who just stop working out when they don't have that group with them. And that is a terrible attitude because you need to, exercise and you need to focus on your personal fitness for life and the best way to do that is by yourself so that doesn't mean that yes you can't join some fitness classes now and then for fun you can't join maybe a group every now and then but I want you know if you're working out three times a week I want at least two of those to be by yourself if you're working out four times a week I want three of those to be by yourself or maybe just a class every now and then so 
Very important, guys, is do not get group fitness. It's not personalized. It's not customized. It doesn't take your strengths or weaknesses. It doesn't take your limitations into account, okay? It's just lame. I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of lame. I, I do not like it at all. It's, uh, I find, you know, people, they really, they lose the way at the beginning and they just stop and they just stay and they, they stay more for the social aspect and their physicality, their fitness never really improves. They never really get a lot better. So I really want you guys to focus on solo fitness for 2021. Now, Saying that, I'm going to talk about number six, and that is if you are going to be joining group workouts, you're not listening to me, you're like, hey, you know what? Nope, I'm only going to work out if I'm in a group of other people that are cheering me on and patting me on the back. First of all, I say, well, why? Why do you feel you need to do that? But if you're going to do that, then I want you to join ones where groups kind of make more sense, like yoga classes. For instance, I'm a believer that you know, a yoga class is probably one of the few classes that's good for groups. And at the same time, even then, I've been to some bad yoga classes. If the yoga class is so big that teacher can doesn't even move around and get to you or maybe only gets to you once, that's no good either. So when you are looking for group fitness, I want you to join instead of these huge classes like Les Mills and stuff like that. There's 20, 30 people in a room. I was at this one gym in Vancouver um, right before the pandemic struck and their class, I went to it. It literally, I think they said they had 40 or 45 people in the class and the, the instructor was just on a microphone yelling, go, go. And I'm like, I'm watching everybody's half-ass push-ups, half-ass sit-up, just half, people half-assing everything. So if you're going to join small group, then I want you to join small group training that is more formalized, that has coaching, and that has help. By now, I'm sure you've all heard of the amazing benefits of hitting the sun at least a couple times per week. From decreasing chronic stress, boosting muscle, increasing deep tissue and brain detoxification, improving sleep, relieving pain, and even helping you live longer. And that is quite the list, and that's not even close to all the benefits. But there are huge differences in the quality of infrared saunas. Differences that can literally make the difference between getting healthier or getting sicker. I mean, do you really think you can hop onto Alibaba and order some cheap sauna from some untraceable factory in China and expect it to be solid quality? I think we all know the answer to that by now. And this is why I suggest in investing in only the best infrared sauna money can buy. And these are Radiant Health Saunas, a trusted Western Canadian home sauna brand. Founder Randy Gom has completed third-party, comprehensive, 100-point health testing on his saunas, covering everything from toxic chemicals and fumes to electronic radiations. He has even made sure there is zero off-gassing, zero toxins, equal heat distribution, and uses only pure Canadian hemlock wood with the absolute lowest near-zero EMFs possible. Clean, even heat, no toxins, nearly zero EMFs. And the one and two person models can be plugged right into your existing home wall outlets. Costs about only 40 cents to run for an entire hour and there's a model to fit any size space you currently have. Believe me, I did a lot of research into choosing the best infrared saunas for my clients, myself, and my family. 
and Radiant Health Saunas is the clear winner bar none. And this is one of the best investments you can make to your long-term health. Check them out at www.radianthealthsaunas.com and then once you know which model you want, simply tell them Roar Alexander from the Health by Design podcast sent you and you will save $500 off any wooden model. Yes, you heard me right. $500 off any wooden model of their top quality infrared saunas. And now with that said, let's get back to Health by Design. So join fitness classes that have periodization, that have planned, that have structure. Uh, you should be able to ask your trainer, ask your coach, whatever he calls himself, what's the point of this class what are we doing? Is this class to put on muscle? Is this class to lose fat? Like, what is the point of this class? And if the answer, if they don't have an answer, or if the answer is, well, it's just to sweat, it's just to exercise, well, that that honestly is a pretty useless class. Now, yeah, you're getting movement, but you might as well just twirl around in circles, jump up and down, run around in a circle, you know, like some kind of cartoon character, because that's the exact same thing. So you need to join programs, and they have to have a degree, and the more of degree of personalization and tracking the better now when i've run gyms before and i've had groups we've had to teach classes or small group training i have always treated my group programs and even even when i taught metcon say back in the day when i used to teach metcon um, which we sort of developed as an alternative to crossfit because i used to teach crossfit and one of the things I didn't like about CrossFit for the most part, at least the older style of CrossFit, the newer ones are better at some of them, but was the lack of programming. Just It was just exercise. So I always treated my group programs, and I always lecture about this, including when I in teach in the Philippines or I teach anywhere in Asia right now. I'm always saying treat it like semi-private training. These are personal training clients in a group setting. So this is why personally when I do most of my group challenges when I do run them that I make them as sorry when I do my group training I make them as challenges meaning that we do measurements we do personal testing we have group meetings um, there's you know we have uh, master classes uh, about nutrition or about working out I make them watch videos um, about how to personalize their own workouts. Uh, I give them homework. I give them out of gym tracking, things that I want them to do, such as step tracking, sleep tracking, whatever it is like that. Uh, we have final wrap-ups. And most of my programs have a start and end date. And like I was saying, that even when I used to teach Metcon, our programs had a wide view plan, meaning we looked at the year and we said, okay, this is going to be a, um, you know, a muscle building cycle. Then we're going to have a strength cycle, a power cycle, an endurance cycle. There's going to be a deload, and then it's going to restart. So it wasn't just randomized, but the entire system has a point and a purpose, and it has an ongoing destination, but it has some sort of programming and some sort of planning to it. So most group fitness classes, guys, just they just don't have it. When you're walking into any of those big fitness classes, those step classes, those cardio burn classes, those pump classes, they're just they're just movement for the sake of movement because they know it keeps you entertained. So when you are joining group classes, make sure that it is formalized classes with programming, with a point, with a master plan. Number seven is don't make the mistake that workouts are all the activity you need. So many people 
do that. They think, okay, by going to the gym, the gym is what gets me fit. The gym is what gets me toned. The gym is what's going to make me lose weight. And that's wrong. Working out, even the, even the most hardcore, and I fucking hate this term, beast mode mofo, working out only accounts to three to a maximum of about 7% of your calorie burn a day. And 7% would be quite high. It's usually maybe three to five. Neat or non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That accounts for 20 to 35%, okay? So that is a much bigger number. So I want you to focus on NEAT. Now, non-exercise activity thermogenesis can burn 300 plus calories, up to 600 calories a day for just regular people. Now, farmers and other people, they've been shown to burn up to over 1,000 calories a day from NEAT. So again, what is that neat? So might be listening to this going, what, what is it? I kind of missed that. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. The calories that you burn from kind of just passive moving around, non-exercise moving around. So that's, how do we do that? Walking. We walk more. Every day I track my steps for the most part. Now today my steps are really, really bad. Um, but today honestly has been a lazy day. I've been making a lot of videos um, I've been recording a podcast, made some videos, helped the wife with her uh, time massage school. So day was bad, but on average, every day I hit between fourteen and sixteen thousand steps a day. The last couple, yesterday I believe I hit twenty-one thousand a few days ago. I hit about twenty twenty-two thousand. So I've got lots of twenty thousands this week. I don't have my app on there right now to tell you, but very, very, very few days go by where I don't hit at least ten thousand steps. Now, other things that you can do that doesn't, even my step tracker doesn't count this, but is using my standing desk, for instance, where I'm recording this podcast right now. So having a standing desk, um, sitting on the floor more, just moving around more. Um, that's, you know, it, the fact is, you know, sitting down on the floor, having to get up and down just from the floor is requires more energy and more muscle activation and just more calories than sitting in a chair, which is, again, why my host, we have a very low furniture home and actually... Um, we're talking about that. We're actually begin selling. So if you're in the Vancouver area, we're actually selling. We bought this uh, new bed last year. Um, last year, last year. Well, I guess it was last year. Now, back in like maybe October, uh, big queen size bed from IKEA. It's got the shelves underneath everything. We're selling it because we want to go back to sleeping on the floor. To be honest, we liked the floor better. Uh, we're just not furniture people. The wife, she she's been sleeping on the floor for the last two weeks while I've been sleeping on the bed. And even I'm like, man, I we could just get better sleeps on the floor. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go back to our uh, our home Japanese low furniture, no furniture roots, and we are going to be basically just putting a wood frame down on the floor with some two by fours. Gonna get them painted, make them look nice, and we're gonna get a one or two inch just mattress topper and that's going to be on the floor so basically you can do a thai massage you can do yoga and uh you can sleep all in the same spot so my room is going to look very empty but you know but i said i i miss i miss waking up in the morning and having to literally like you know get onto your like kind of hands and knees and stand up from the floor you know just really from lying down to having to stand up fully from the floor versus just you know kind of sitting and sliding off the bed just felt better. So that is the ways that you get non-exercise activity thermogenesis, taking the steps more than elevators. You know, anytime you're at, anytime you're at the mall or anywhere, take take some stairs. Anytime you can take stairs up a couple floors instead of an elevator, do it. So big mistake a lot of people make, like I said, is believing that workouts is all the activity you need. It's not. It's that cherry on top of the cake. It's an important cherry, but it's a cherry nonetheless.
And number eight is don't use the gym as an excuse to eat more or treat yourself to more crap, that extra muffin, that extra large latte. Hear that so much. Well, I work out so I can eat all I want. No. Oh, I've worked out today so I can have that treat. Oh, I'm going to go to Orange Theory today so I can have that extra, you know, whatever. No, 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 no. I already told you, working out only accounts for about 3 to 7% calorie burn, maybe 3 to 4 for the average person. Um, the average gym session only burns 150 calories, so a couple hundred max. And, you know, most people, let's be honest, the weight, the gym is not that difficult. You know, even me, I go in there, you know, there I go, bench press, bum, bum, bum. I sit around for a minute, maybe do a little stretching, minute, sometimes a minute and a half. You know, okay, another set, another set. Yeah, building muscle, you know, it's great. Getting into that anabolic environment, great, but just it's it's not it, don't look at it. it's not burning it's not you don't go to the gym necessarily to burn calories you're going to build muscle so stop using the gym as an excuse to eat more and, and, and eat crap so just don't do I just cannot tell you more that don't do that stick on your healthy eating diet you go to the gym eat healthy go don't go to the gym eat healthy stop being the crap just because you go to the gym. So that is it, guys. That is my episode on the uh, top eight things to do for people that are new to the gym. What was it? Yes, top eight tips for people new to the gym. Now, like I said, uh, the next episode I have coming out is going to be discussed. We're all uh, talking about how to make your workouts better, especially in relation to weight training. So like I said, that should be your priority, not meaning you don't do anything else, but meaning you're going to prioritize weight training so maybe it's going to be about 60 percent 40 40 to 40 50 percent of your training should be weight training and then the rest can be divided up now while you're in the gym i would say you know in the gym 80 percent of my training is weight training but at the end of the week um resistance training is probably about 40 percent because of all the stuff i do at home which i'll talk about that too so in that i'm going to talk about some principles of training uh, guidelines, how I divide my training weeks, um, how I do it with my clients, whether the training two, three, four days a week, whatever, uh, how to get in more neat easily, although I kind of went into that quite a bit here, but I'll talk about that a little more. Uh, and then what I suggest my clients do for cardio mobility and flexibility, because most of my clients and me just don't have time to live in the gym. So how we can we get that? I just said, you're like, Rory, you don't want me resistance training. I got to do some strength. There's got to be some power in there as well. But you also told me I got to get some cardio. I got to do mobility. I got flexibility. I can't be going to the gym four or five days a week. No, I am going to tell you how to make sure you squeeze all that in, even if you're just going to the gym two days a week. So hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and make sure you keep up for that one. If you did, of course, always uh, share it. And by the way, Great time to remind you about that. You heard at the very beginning. Check out my Live Stronger, Longer, Better video masterclass. It's completely free. And that's at www.roralexander.com slash VIP. Check it out. I go through all the information there that I give with my highest level coaching clients. want you guys to check that out for sure because that's really going to help you on your uh, fitness and health journey this 2021. So again, until next time, I'm here to help you live stronger, longer, and of course, as always, a hell of a lot better. 
This has been the Health by Design podcast with Canada's leading healthy living expert and wellness architect, Roar Alexander. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to Health by Design through your favorite podcast provider. And then don't forget to join me at www.roaralexander.com to stay up to date with my latest blogs, speaking events, and exclusive interviews with guests from all around the world. While you're there, be sure to check out my coaching options to help you on your own personal health journey, set up your free call, and together, let's see how I can help you starting today. And until next time, remember... I'm here to help you live stronger, longer, and as always, better.